What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Co-op Couch. I am Anthony, possibly better known to you as Lux and Phoenix. With me is Alec, who you might know better as Kobojo. And uh, today we are discussing No Man's Sky, all the shit that happened with it, uh, and more than likely spiraling into a tangent of what makes developers shitty, uh, which will easily transmission tr transmission what the fuck transition <laughs> me into uh destiny 2 trust me we'll get to that don't you worry i'm excited to hear i'm excited to hear what you got on this one because i i know i have some differing viewpoints than you do on this one especially when it comes to no man's sky um, destiny I... 2 i probably agree wholeheartedly but no man's sky i kind of <sighs> feel let me tell you something. I'm I am equally excited and disappointed for this episode. Excited because I could go for five hours. Disappointed because I could go for five hours. Like <laughs> this, this has got to last for no more than an hour, and and that's going to be difficult for me to do because this this topic will get me going so easily. Let's start with No Man's Sky. Okay. So let's start. Let's start with what happened. Why don't you walk us through? the clusterfuck that was no man's sky okay so no man's sky came out oh god damn uh what four years five years ago six years ago that sounds about right something like that it came out x amount of years ago um it had so for me it had been announced like it had been announced that it was coming like four years prior to that or some sort it had been a while August and i was 2016 sorry to interrupt August no no you're good 16 so four years ago, that's when it came out. But it had been announced like three or four years before that, and it was super pumped. So I love sci-fi games. Um, they they generally just get me all up in a little tizzy, and, and I get all moist. Uh, this game comes out where you get to explore a vast universe with procedurally generated planets. You're going to be able to name the planets, name everything you got, right? And like 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 create it for yourself, explore this universe, upgrade your ship, do all this stuff. It, it's so exciting. Game comes out. So to put it this in perspective, the game comes out. I did not have a computer that I could run the game on. So I went out and bought a computer to run the game because I wanted to play this game. I stayed up and I played it. Me and my friends jumped in a, in a Discord chat and we played the game like all day. Uh, it was a great time, except for the fact that half the stuff that they promised was going to be in No Man's Sky was not in No Man's Sky on release. And it became, it went from this like really cool game to just this tedious, mindless exploration simulator that just kind of, I liked the game for what it was, but it wasn't what I was told I was going to get. So I would argue that saying half of what was advertised was not in the game is generous. Okay, I'll give it to you. I, I think I think that's generous. I think that they said they were going to do a lot of shit with that game that they did not fucking do. And I'll give it to you. That, that is the issue. That's what this whole conversation is about because those motherfuckers got hit with a lot of false advertising lawsuits. Well, so going back, if you listen to episode three, we talked about uh, your issue with Demo Devil May Cry 5 yeah. and how they would not refund it to you after uh, your because you had more than two hours of playtime. Yep. 
Steam actually put out something that said, if it doesn't matter, because it's so many negative reviews, it doesn't matter what your playtime is. If you want a refund on it, you have until like oh, yeah. this day to refund it or something like that. They put that out there and they said, you know, because I mean, the negative reviews were insane. It was yeah. a mess. And what was it? Was it Hello Games? Uh, I forget the developer. Uh, I think it was I think it was Hello Games. Don't know. Don't care. Uh, they got a lot of hate for it and they were not happy. I mean, I, I wouldn't be happy either. Yeah. Hello Games. So I forget his name, but wasn't there like there was one specific dude with them that was doing all the talking that got all the hate for lying? Wasn't there like one specific guy? If I, I could, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you specifically um, without having to go like do a ton of research. Yeah, I forget his name. I'm pretty sure there was like one specific guy that was the one that fucked up. But the story I heard is their PR department, which would be this guy um, was basically non-existent and he was so what I was under the impression of is the PR team the guy who's saying oh this is what's going to be in the game and this is going to be great and this is going to be awesome was not working with the development team excuse me was not working with the development team so he's saying oh this is going to happen this is going to happen this is going to happen the development team is like we can't do that we don't have that yet to get this out on release day I don't know what you're talking about and it just caused a huge amount of bad publicity yeah, I will give it to No Man's Sky though that they've now come out with a bunch of updates. That no, have... no, this no. is exactly what I was fucking waiting for. No, this is see, what I... no, I get you riled up. It's not fucking okay, and it pisses me off. I hate, absolutely hate that people played the forgiveness card in this scenario. I'll fucking, I will gladly so, tell you why. So, Hank, let me finish, and then I'll let you go on your tangent, because I know you're going to go on a tangent. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I, I feel it. I feel it. Like, you're, you're in, you're, like, a million miles away from me, but I can feel it. Um, so, No Man's Sky has now released, and they recently just released another update where they've added a whole bunch of stuff, and they've, they've, they've added multiplayer, they've added a bunch of new ships, they've upgraded things, and the reviews, I haven't played it because it kind of left that bad taste in my mouth when I played it day one. And I've booted it up a few times since, but I only ever get to play it for a couple hours before it just kind of doesn't sit right with me again. Um, and I just don't, I just don't want to deal with starting over again and dealing with all this stuff. Um, now, I'm not trying to say that having all these updates come out makes up for the fact that they released a half-assed game. I'm not saying it forgives them, but I do think that it's better than what a lot of other companies do in the fact that they release you the half-assed game with half the shit that you expected not there and then never release an update to fix any of it. All right, it floors yours. Yeah, because I bit my tongue. <laughs> so but before I go into my tangent, let me give you my perspective. I had not heard of this game years prior. I'd, I heard about it literally weeks prior. It's about to come out. My buddy said, hey, get in this game. It's supposed to be awesome. It's supposed to be cool. What I was told was that there was uh, there was going to be it was this huge universe, right? Literal galaxies and planets that you had to traverse that were that were randomly generated and endless. But there was a way that you could multiplayer, like like I could start on one planet, my buddy started on another planet. We could actually through coordinates and maybe a lot of time, but regardless time, find each other on the same 
planning. Uh, that was the thing, right? So they that said was... that the multiplayer was going to be there, but the fact of you running the 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 odds of you running the odds of you running into somebody else is so slim because the galaxy is so huge. But you could find each other. Mm-hmm. That's what we were told. Now, now my tangent, right? This is what irritates the ever loving shit out of me. Is people forgave them, and it's it's bullshit. Don't give them credit because here's the problem. They got hit with a fuck ton of false advertising lawsuits. That is a fact. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. And so here's your problem, right? When you talk about other game companies that, that you know, oh, we made an oopsie. Oh, people aren't satisfied. And they either fix it or they don't. And you said, oh, I'll give them credit because they actually added all this stuff. They fixed all this stuff, you know, whereas a lot of other companies wouldn't. Here's the fucking difference. The other companies that don't never advertise that it was going to have it in the fucking first place. They don't get hit with lawsuits for false advertisement because they didn't fucking false advertise. You know, you might've had higher expectations for the game and maybe it didn't meet your expectations, but no other, no other situation like that where, where they say, you know, Hey, our game is going to have multiplayer and then it fucking doesn't. Hey, you're going to be able to fly through these galaxies and you fucking don't like that doesn't happen. So the reason those updates happen, the reason that exists now is because they were literally forced to do it. And oh, I think it's really cool that they added this. No, it's bullshit they added it because it was supposed to be in the it was supposed to be there in the first place. It's not an addition where they sat back and went, "Hey, you know what would be really cool? What if we made our game multiplayer? No one would ever No, it was supposed to fucking release multiplayer. Don't add it and then take credit for adding it when it was supposed to fucking be there. And I can't believe that people are so forgiving that like, I I could see like, okay, you know, I really want to see if this update fixed it to what it was supposed to be. I could see that. What I can't understand is how there's loyal, like it now has a loyal fan following where people are like, I really don't understand why people are so mad. I don't understand why you can't just forgive them because the only reason they did it is because they were at legal fault. They got fined. It's not there because they wanted to do that for you. It's there because they had to do that for you. Do you really think if there wasn't uh, multiple false advertising lawsuits that they would have given anything to their fans for satisfaction? Fuck no. They're going to put out the game they had. That's my problem. People people are forgiving them in, in this sense of they did it for us. No, they did it because they were going to fucking go bankrupt otherwise. Like... That wasn't for you. That wasn't a fan service. That was to save their fucking wallets. That's my issue. I can't fucking believe that they had the audacity to release the shit that should have already been in their game by their words, but then release it with all this flash and pizzazz like it was like it was new content. It was supposed to already be there. That's what I gave you my money for which is also why I refunded it in 20 minutes because fuck, <laughs> I didn't need Steam's extension because I got rid of it as fast as I fucking could. It was a blatant lie. It was a ripoff. It, dude, it, it was a ripoff 3D Terraria at best. Oh, I don't know if I would go that far. It definitely had more stuff than Terraria, but I'm not a, I, I'm not a huge fan of Terraria. 
whatever resident sleeper mining simulator like no i i agree so so one thing i was unaware of is i was unaware of the lawsuits um i did not hear anything about the lawsuits um but i also kind of just was like i'm gonna play it this is what it is i paid the money for it and i'm just gonna take it for what it is you know but i didn't do a ton of research on it i didn't really look into the the lawsuits or anything about it um so i wasn't aware that they had lawsuits on them for false advertising uh which i mean it makes sense because all their updates have been free so according to this article they were investigated for two months on on false advertisement and I guess they came out of it. This word is unscathed. So I guess I'm wrong and they didn't actually get hit with it. Well, the first thing I read back when it happened was that they did. So I don't know what I read that was wrong, but I'll put my foot. I will, I will gladly put my foot in my mouth and bite my, you know, bite my words and eat my words and admit to being wrong. Cause I, that's what I read, but apparently not. Apparently they were under investigation for it and they got cleared of it regardless of what was determined and regardless of me eating my words i still think it's bullshit i'm surprised they didn't get hit with false advertisement because that's exactly what it was were you or were you not told xyz is going to be in our game and it wasn't no i agree especially the multiplayer i was super upset that i couldn't play with other people and that was a big thing that i was i was hoping to do you know, and had there been multiplayer on launch, I probably would have been way more excited to play the game. Um, I mean, I was excited to play the game, and then I got into it, and I was like, oh, wow, there's no multiplayer. I can't play with anybody. This game, it, like, it dropped a lot. So the first thing that I read, however many years ago when it, when it happened, I read an article that said that they were going to... Like they would be at fault if they didn't provide what they said they were in, um, originally adding in their game. So two things. One, it could have been one of those things where they were like, hey, you've got false advertising. Uh, you said this and this is what you have. And they were like, we're releasing it. We just needed more time for the update we had to release. You know, you know what I mean? And they worked out a way and that's why they came out unscathed. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I like... I, I will say this, like I do, I do apologize for saying what I said and, and I don't like talking on my ass. Right. So obviously I had false information. I'm glad I Googled it to correct myself. Um, I stand by everything else I said though. Like I, you know, maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't have lawsuits. Maybe they weren't going to get fined. I, I got bad information, but I stand by everything else I said. I, I don't understand why people are the fact, the me. fact that stands is we were promised xyz and we got abc you you know like we still missed a huge chunk of, of, yeah. of stuff yeah i i see and i think my problem with it is that it's it's nowadays developers i think and obviously not all developers right um but i think a lot of developers are lazy and i think that um you know what scratch that I, I won't even call them lazy because i think a lot of it applies to the pressure that 
the consumer expects as well. Like you look at when a game developers can't win, right? Because if a game comes out early and, and it was rushed, um, like, uh, was it mass effect three that they had to change the ending? Cause it got leaked and then everyone hated it. Uh, no. So mass effect three had an ending that everybody thought was absolute shit for the story. And then they released a patch and changed the ending. Okay. What but it, it wasn't leaked, but yeah, it was, it was really, people were very disappointed in the ending and they ended up doing an update like that week and changed okay. it. Like, there were just certain things that were like, we spent three games learning with these characters, playing with these characters, you know, I, I mean, it's Bioware, right? Their character development is huge. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is what you have these characters doing at the end. Like this doesn't make sense. This doesn't fit their character. Right. This doesn't well, make sense. And so people were upset. So anyway, I, I guess my point is like they can't win, right? If you if you rush the game, the ending sucks, and people are like, "Why did you rush it?" But if you take your time on it, look at Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk just got pushed from uh, April to fucking September, and people lost their fucking minds. Can, you know, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy VII remake even was delayed a month, mm -hmm. um, and people lose it, and it's like they're just trying to make it perfect. Um, so whether it's you know whether it's laziness or pressure or what have you i think developers miss stuff and i think um you know that that's like like the pre-order argument right everyone said don't pre-order a game because as soon as they see they've already sold their game they're going to stop putting all their effort into it they don't care it already sold yeah right um and i i believe that argument too to a degree i still pre-order stuff because everyone loves free shit who doesn't but um, yeah but um but yeah i think i think one of the things that bothers me is that when people forgive them and they go and they play the game anyway, like regardless of even, if, even if it was true, even if it was true that the PR team was not talking to the developer and there was a huge misunderstanding and they weren't quite, quite ready with the content, which I'm going to tell you right now, I don't fucking buy personally. I don't believe it. I think, I think they just bullshit to sell the game. But even if that is true, I think the forgiveness keeps this kind of thing happening, right? Like if they, if they can stop and they can look at it and go, eh, the fans are going to forgive us anyway. Eh, the fans are going to buy our game anyway. They're not going to stop it from happening in the future. They don't care because they know that you're fucking they're You're hooked. Here's the thing about it too, right? No Man's Sky was made by Hello Games. Hello Games is not a small video game company. They are not a third party company they're not something that doesn't have anything on the board that they're trying to break into the market they're well known for their games so i i believe that whether or not they got negative reviews or had anything uh sorry let me rephrase i believe that if they had gotten all these negative reviews on their game that they as a company because they're massive and they don't want that on their mark would have gone through and fixed it regardless I don't think it would have mattered whether whether they made their money or not if the negative reviews are flowing in the way that they were, or or as you were saying, if they had a lawsuit, they would have fixed it anyway because they're hello games and they have to. They can't have that kind of scorch on because then people will do exactly that. Wow, we have a huge game company that released No Man's Sky and promises all this stuff and then never did anything with it. What are they going to do with the next release? I'm really hesitant to buy it. Yeah, but I th I think I think it still stands that if like if no one had forgiven them and no one you know they did let's say they do all these updates and no one fucking everyone was like nah fuck you it should have already been this game and they don't buy it 
then guarantee you they never make that fucking mistake again because they already took the hit. They're fucked. I think it's hard. So I, I, I agree. The game developers are in a lose-lose situation. They either release a game early and it's not what people want or they have to like postpone it further than what the consumer wants it to be and they get yelled at for that. But I think it's hard to be a game dev. I think it's, very, it's a very stressful environment. You have, you know, in AAA titles, you, you have a huge amount of people who are looking forward to your game coming out and, and they want to play it and you want to give it to them because you're a company and you want to make money and you know the people are going to buy it. So you put, and you put a release date out there, out there and then you realize that, hey, this one thing that we weren't expecting happen, happened and we're not prepared and now it sets us back this much time. And I mean, look at, look at the whole Corona pandemic, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, true. So, so, and I'm not saying that's, that's applicable to no man's sky. I'm just saying in general, I think it's very difficult to be a game dev. And I think that brings us to what people are doing, which is what bugs the fuck out of me is what people are doing with, um, early access release games. I see games going from, Hey, we're on early access and years later, they're still in early access. And I'm like, when are you going to release a full title? You know, when are you going to call this game out of early access and a full title? You know, and I don't know if it necessarily matters from a consumer standpoint, but it's like I opt in for this beta, you know, this early access game. And I get, you know, and you're telling me, oh, in future, it's going to be this. When it releases, it's going to be this. But they get to put non-real non-real deadlines on features because they say oh when the game is fully released we're gonna have this in play and then they just never take it out of early access to put those and put those features in and that's what i was just gonna say is you said i'm not sure it matters i think it does for that exact reason i think it's an excuse otherwise oh i agree and forever in early access it'll it'll you know hey guys this bug has been something i've been dealing with for six months why haven't you fixed it yet oh well you know it is in early access still so understand bugs are gonna be no motherfucker you've been in early access for three years early access to me is a cop-out it's saying yeah it's saying give us your money now so we can keep working on the game and and it, you, you understand that it's going to be buggy by buying this game you understand it's going to be buggy it's going to have these issues with it and we're going to say we're going to fix them but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to right and I think that drives me up. Well, I mean, biggest offender to me is Seven Days to Die. I don't think that game has come out of early access yet. Their newest, biggest update that made everyone fall in love with it. I don't, I don't know if that's still. I'm pretty sure they're still technically in. I think it's like a. I think it's a beta yeah. now. I think it's it's, beta. it's still it's early access. So I just lo- opened up their Steam store. Seven days to die, early access game. Get instant access and start playing. Get, got, get involved with the game as it develops. Early access is not complete and may or may not change further. If you're not excited to play this game in its current state, then you should wait to see if the game progresses further in development. See, that's... that's and it's cool. a $25 game. Yeah. And it's been out for how long? A long... T- I've owned the game for years. 2013. So, I mean, I mean, what, so what's that, seven years? That's, well, December of 2013, so. Okay, so six years. But still, still yeah, but still. There's a long still. time to be in an early access. And I think, and not to say that Seven Days to Die is doing this, I think a lot of game devs use early access as a springboard to do another project. This is, this is my theory. A developer comes out with a game idea that they know is going to sell and people are going to be excited for, so they launch it in early access. 
people buy the game for the early access, they get their funds, and they don't work on their game anymore, and they put it towards a new project. I could see that. I think there's a lot of companies that probably do that. It's almost like a Kickstarter, right? Yeah. But you get a product for it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the product is good or worth your money. It drives me crazy. I'm so tired of being in the era of early access games because there's so many games I see on there on the market, early access, early access. And I'm not opposed to trying an early access game, but be be honest, be real. Yeah. Well, PUBG did that too. Like PUBG was early access for fucking ever. I don't think they are anymore. I'm, I'm I don't pretty think sure they, they, are either. they, they finally know. released a couple years ago, but PUBG was in early access for, I think, a couple years at least. Yeah, they're out of early yeah. access. I think I think they were out of but my point is is they got out of it and they've updated it since. You know, like they're they're still working on it, even though it's been released. Right. And 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 they were working on it when it's like they they didn't just put out a product and say, Oh, it's an early access and it's gonna be an early access for you know seven years or six years, and it's still gonna be an early access. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they eventually did release it as a full and, and say, hey, this is out of early access. This is the final product. This is what we want to give you. And here it is. What drives me nuts is that I think I think a lot of the problems fall on the consumers. And and like I don't think it goes back to what I was saying with No Man's Sky. If people are still willing to buy it, even if they're pissed about how lazy it is, and and that's exactly exactly why i fucking hate destiny 2 i fucking despise it because i think it to me it's the funniest thing i like i legit was laughing because um when does so when destiny 2 got announced people were excited now destiny 1 let me let me uh, preface by saying i loved destiny 1 i played the shit out of destiny 1 to the point that like People stopped playing it because they were complaining they ran out of shit to do. And I was arguing for them like, you just aren't looking for shit to do. There's always shit to do. Yep. And then no, I, I agree. I finally hit a point where like I was running out of stuff to do. And I was like, okay, I kind of see their point, but I still enjoy the game. And and mind you, this is coming from someone who does not play PvP. So the, the arguments and the points I'm about to make are for the, the base game, not PvP. If you are out there listening and you play PvP and you're obsessed with Destiny 2, disregard what i'm saying because this does not apply to you but when it comes to the base game what fucking drives me nuts is that when destiny 2 got announced everyone was hell of excited for it including me um but one thing i had a problem with was so so destiny 1 i was like i said i was obsessed with it i played it until there was literally nothing left for me to do and i had the season pass so they said hey okay we're we're releasing um what was the first i think the first one den of wolves or something something yeah. wolves uh no House the first wolves. the first one was, yeah, was uh, the first dlc oryx no 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 oryx was definitely not first cuz i don't think i played oryx I'm not oryx sure. it was it was the one where you had to fight the the mm. um oryx's son or whatever and the thing so destiny post release content it was oh yep dark below the dark below yep it was the dark below and the house of wolves. wolves yep well you know what it is because no, no, they released it Crota, so Crota, soon Crota. 
Quota, yes. They released it so soon after the game came out that when I bought it, I already had it. Okay, yeah. So, okay, but anyway, so Crota came out. We did the raid. It was whatever. And then you run out of stuff to do again. House of Wolves came out, and it was like you got excited, and then you find out that, like, all they changed was there was, like, a new hub, right? Because then you could go into the reef and then new bounties. And like So just to backtrack one second, uh, Destiny came out in September 2014, and the DLC for The Dark Below came out in December 9th, 2014. So it was three months later. So anyway, my point is I played into House of Wolves and I went, wow, this is really disappointing. They didn't give me a whole lot more that I paid for. And I stopped playing Destiny because I it was just burnt. And then uh, they released, uh, you know, whatever. I think Iron, Iron... The Taken King was the next one. I still have the page pulled up. Was Taken King next? Yep. I thought they maybe it wasn't an expansion, but I know they did like a large update, which was P. I think Iron Banner was like PvP based, which I wasn't a huge fan of because I never played. But anyway, I stopped playing it, right? And so uh what happened was I I played the base game and then got sick of it. House of Wolves came out, got excited, lasted maybe, maybe a week and a half, and I stopped playing it. But I had bought it on uh initially on the Xbox, played the fuck out of it. Bought it again on the PlayStation because my friends convinced me to, because it looked better and played better. They said, um, so played it on the PlayStation and I stopped and I was like, I'm not fucking buying this game again. Well, initially I wasn't even going to buy it for the PlayStation. They bought it for me, so <laughs> played it, it on the PlayStation. Um, and then and then my buddy goes, um, you know, hey, I'm getting back into Destiny. Taken King is really good it changed the game it, it made it what it should have been from release um sidebar for anyone that doesn't know so destiny was short and the ending sucked and no one liked it come to find out later that the the ending was not supposed to be the ending i guess it was like i guess the ending of destiny was really only like halfway through what they originally had but the guy that wrote it i guess they like went separate ways but he owned the rights to the story so he took it with him and like yeah, I remember hearing that story, yeah. Yeah, some shit like that. And so anyway, Destiny ended and not where it was supposed to and no one liked it, whatever. So Taken King comes out and everyone's going, dude, you got to get back into Destiny. The, this new update made it, you know, exactly what it should have been from the release. And I was like, well, then it should have been that from the release, shouldn't it? And they went, no, 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 dude, trust me. Like they, 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 at least they made the changes. Like you need to play it. And I was like, I'm not going to put more money because... Because that's what they do, man. They charge you for every single expansion. And it's either not a lot or it's what the game should have already been. Should have already had. And so anyway, long story short, my buddy got sick of me being a stubborn piece of shit. And he bought Taken King for me. <laughs> Taken King. And I had the same fucking problem. Thank God I didn't spend my money on it. So anyway, get through Destiny 1. But I did still love it. Destiny 2 gets announced. I get excited. And then fast forward a little bit. They start showing what's in it. And I went, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It's the same game. And mm-hmm. everyone wanted to argue with me. No, it's not. How do you figure? You have three classes of Guardians. And they are the same classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 their stuff is different. No, it's not. It's still fucking uh, Void, Arc, and solar yeah yeah yeah. but 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 their stuff is different okay so hunter has 
his arc tree is now a bow staff instead of two swords. Ooh, so different. Except that all the fucking attack animations are the same, you ignorant fuck. I hated that argument because I'm like, you guys are not looking. They, You're blinded by excitement and you're going to give them money they don't deserve. It's the same game. Well, no, 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 no. The grenade is different. Oh, I'm so sorry that the art grenade is now what the solar grenade used to be, but it's recolored blue. It was literally the same shit. The PvP maps, same maps. I think there was a couple new ones. Maybe someone could correct me on that. I didn't buy it, so I didn't play it because I didn't give a fuck. But it cracked me up, Co. I laughed my ass off because I literally said, I argued this to the death and no one wanted to listen to me. And I finally got to a point where people were mad at me. And I said, you know what? Listen, this is what it is. I truly hope, and I and I still, by the way, to this day, mean this from the bottom of my heart. I said, I truly hope that I am wrong. I said, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it comes out and it's a phenomenal game and you love it. And 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 I will put my foot in my mouth and I will admit I was wrong. I hope that happens. I really hope that it's not just a money grab. I hope they're not being lazy. I hope they don't fucking just rob you blind because you choose to not pay attention to anything that I'm saying that is fact in front of your face in these videos. Like, I'm not making this shit up. I'm looking at it, right? No one wanted to listen to me. Fine. So the game comes out. Every single friend that I argued with, every single one, hated it, didn't finish it, said it was the the story was like the same or ripped off said it was it was like no one liked it no one liked it and no one played it and i went wow that really sucks you know i really was hoping you would enjoy it also i didn't buy it so cool i still got 60 bucks like it was the most obvious fucking money dump I, I I couldn't believe how many people were blinded by it. I, I've been from the second it released, I've been calling it Destiny 1.5 the remakening. Because it's it's literally all of the same shit. And I can't believe how many people bought it. And now it's free because it has no fucking value to anybody because no one fucking liked it. And then go figure, just like we said with No Man's Sky, just like your other argument, it bit him in the ass and they did a huge update. And now the argument I get from everyone is, bro, they updated it. The update totally changed the game. It's so good now because you can do all this and all the trees are different and there's hella more skills now. And I went, wow, so you mean what it should have been on release? That argument doesn't hold up to me. I get that some people believe it. I get that it works for some people. That doesn't fucking work for me. It was a lazy money grab. Y'all fell for it. And the people that didn't fall for it made enough of a stink that they put out a huge update and now the game's good. doesn't matter that now it's good. Should have been that from the release. So one thing I want to, I want to, um, so I don't know much about it, right? So I, so I got destiny two for free. One of my friends bought it for me because he wants someone to play with. I was hesitant to buy it because I was like, I don't know how it's going to do. I don't feel like I didn't look at many of the videos. I just knew it was coming out and I was like, I know it's coming out. Um, I got it for free. I was like, I'll check it out. I'll play with you for a little bit. I didn't like it. And I was mostly, I was super upset, but I felt the weapons, I, I felt the same way. Everything was the same to me. There was different, the coolest thing about it was the patrols. I liked the patrols. I don't think those were in Destiny 1. Um, they had the, like they, you could patrol and have like, but they weren't as big as they were in Destiny 2. You know, like they were like real live events, like huge events, um, like mini raids, I think. I don't think they were like that in Destiny 1. 
I don't I honestly don't remember. Um, but I, I thought that was cool. Anyway, my biggest thing was all the stuff. It to me, it just became a giant glamour fest. Now I don't mind making my character look cool and doing all that stuff, but when I go pick up a bunch of fucking engrams and I have a bunch of purple engrams and I'm excited to get a new weapon and all I get are filthy fucking cosmetics, I get a little pissed. Yeah. You know, like I'm looking forward to getting a new weapon. I don't care if I can use it yet or not. I just want to see a new weapon. I'm tired of using the same gun. I'm tired of doing the same thing. Give me something new. And I get skins for my weapons or skins for my armor or this or that. And it's all cosmetic. And I'm like, no, I don't want to deal with this shit. Like, give me. And the, oh, oh, I get a dance. Cool. I got a cool new dance. Fantastic. Put that behind a level cap or something. I don't give a fuck. You know, that's what bugged me a lot about Destiny. But I fell out of it because I, I do feel it was exactly the same. Um, but I also know when it came out on PC, because I played it on PC, uh, it was through Battle.net. Yep. And it was through Activision. Activision. Yep. Now, my question is, and I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm curious. Did Activision play a part? Because Bungie's a very big company. I mean, they yeah. made the Halo series. Did Activision play a part in why? Because they got rid of Activision. Bungie got rid of Activision right. later in the game and then released the huge update. Do you think Activision is at fault for that? I why do. it wasn't what it was? Yeah, so so credit in that regard, yes, I do. I, I think Activision ruined it. I think it was probably a matter of what the shareholders wanted for money or whatever that argument is. I don't even fucking know. But I do. I think Activision had a hand in ruining it. However, I, so, so I, I will say this. I agree with the masses that whatever is bad was Activision's fault. I think Activision is a shit company. I think they ruin everything they touch. And I'm glad that they separated. I'm glad they finally saw that and got rid of them, whatever. But I will not use that as an argument to go back on anything I've said. It, I, I said it was the same game and it was a money grab. Whoever made it doesn't matter. It was the same game, it was a money grab and people were blind to it. I don't understand why. I felt like it was incredibly stupid. And I that stands. Yes, it's Activision's fault. Okay, fine. That doesn't change the fact that you still bought it. So that being said, now people are like, I can't wait to see what Bungie really does. And I'm like, you know what? I fucking agree with you that I can get behind, but I'm still not going to fuck with destiny Two. Now, if destiny three gets announced and they do their own game and it is exactly what they wanted and it's exactly what it was supposed to be, I'll probably buy it. I'll be in line for it. You better believe I, and, and like, I will always give credit where credit is due, but that's exactly why I won't give credit to two because it doesn't fucking deserve it. It deserves none of it. It was a fucking joke. And I am, I don't think I will ever be able to wrap my head around why anybody bought it, let alone the amount of people that did. I think I sunk maybe 20 hours into the game. Again, I would, I, I didn't think I was going to buy the game and I got it for free because my friend wanted someone to play with. And I was like, that's cool. Like, I, like, I appreciate it. You know, I do. I whole, even though I did not like the game, I wholeheartedly appreciate someone giving me a game. I think I sunk 20 hours into the game and my friend was like, Hey, you want to play? No, not really. I, you know, it just, it didn't feel any different. The guns were exactly the same. The, the, the classes were exactly the same. Like, like you were saying, like, Oh, you have a bow staff instead of sword. So fucking what? I think one thing that they did change is every class gets all three elements. So you can be like Hunter could only be solar and 
arc before, and now they can be solar arc void. And, and you know, same with the other classes. They got their third so, element that they missed. I think that was added, but that's not like that's not game changing. You know what I mean? So in the first in the first game, there originally was only two, mm-hmm. and then Taken King added the third. So no, that wasn't the first. You could have three. Oh yeah, but it was added in DLC. Yeah, okay. I never right. played Taken King. So so one thing I will say. Uh, as I'm sure there's probably plenty of people listening to this that are mad at me for being such an asshole. Um, and, and I apologize because this is probably the only argument that will ever get me this heated as far as games go. But um, one thing as far as credit where credit is due is because I have not played it, I won't speak on ignorance in regards to the newest update that did fix and change everything. If it is good now, because that update was that huge and that update was great and everyone loves the game, then I go back to what I said originally. I think that's great. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope you guys are having fun with it. But that doesn't I, change the fact that that's what yeah, the game should have been to release. Exactly. Exactly. And and if if that is if it's that awesome and that sets the precedence for whatever Destiny 3 becomes, dope i'm looking forward to it yeah i think i think the main thing we're trying to take away from here is is partnership or bad planning or or however you want to look at it um how do i want to phrase if you say something is coming out and and here it is like don't don't tell us we're going to get something and it's going to be this brand new adventure when it's like it's a reskin you know, and I can right. use reskin lightly because I can't think of what else I want to call it. But, you know, in the terms of No Man's Sky, we were promised we were promised X, Y, Z, and a lot of that stuff was dropped. And we don't want to. We're tired of hearing that. We're tired of hearing, oh, this game's going to be great. It's going to have this. We're going to have that. We keep getting our hopes up. I know. I mean, I know I do. I get my hopes up all the time when I hear sick new games coming out. And then it comes out, and it tanks because what they promised is going to come out isn't there. Yeah. Or is there, but it's not what we wanted it to be. Like it's it's not what it should have been. And then they come out with an update and they charge you money for it. And that's something I, you know, I think is No Man's Sky what No Man's Sky did is all their updates have been free. Um Destiny 2s were paid. Um Yeah. I think a very big problem that we have now is in my opinion, like I hate when I go to when I go to a uh to buy a game. And it's like, before the game's even out, it's like, don't forget to also buy the season pass for future content. I'm like, wow, you're already planning on taking more of my money. I don't think we get completed games anymore. We don't. I don't think we do either. We don't. When when I when I used to go, uh, when, uh, when I had my PlayStation 1, and I was playing all my PS1 games as a kid, I used to go to Walmart or Target or GameStop, and I would look for the new games. You find the one with the red stripe on top, right? That was uh, um, clearance no oh shoot what they call it it was like their version of game of the year but it wasn't game of the year they they called it something i'm trying to remember now um but it was like their best sellers mm. they had a label on it and they were always like 20 bucks but they were great fucking games that's why they got that label and so i you know you buy one and you play it and those games never had dlc they never had expansions they never had add-ons you bought the game you got the game there's one meme that I saw that, you know, 
while it's while it's funny as hell breaks my heart because of how true it is you ever seen the meme of the cheeseburger that's in pieces no oh my god it's hysterical i'm gonna have to find it and send it to you again it's funny as hell but it it breaks my heart because of how true it is it's a picture of a, a cheeseburger in like in pieces and each each piece is labeled so it's like the buns are the base game and the patty is like the first dlc and then the ketchup and mustard are microtransactions and then like and and you know the lettuce and the onion is what is other dlcs and like no it's so true though because developers realized that if they sell a decent they don't have to sell a good or a great game anymore they just need to sell a decent game now they just need to get you hooked on a decent game at least as far as like in my opinion at least as far as like multiplayer games go with with single player story games i think it's harder to do but they still do it yeah um like we look at the witcher 3 right like that game was huge and then the dlcs that came out with that game were also massive dlcs right like they weren't tiny add-ons like and that's cd project red you know they're they yeah. do big stuff and i think that's phenomenal but most game companies, especially when it comes to, as I was saying, especially when it comes to the multiplayer games, they can release a smaller base game in a smaller chunk and then charge you more money. And they know they're going to get your money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's kind of the market that we're in right now. And it kind of sucks. Like, remember yeah. when you picked up a game in the store and it was a fully-fledged game? You know, I do. I miss it. I want that again. I don't want to have to worry about patches or day one patches. Oh my God, don't even get me started. Nothing's worse than picking up a fucking game on day one and and you go to go play and you got a patch. Well, why? I don't want to do I just bought my I just bought my game home. Physical copy game. And I gotta patch my game for an hour before I can play. You're on your fucking crack or what? Yeah. Well, and uh I I think that um, greatest hits. Oh my god! I'm sorry. It, like it totally derailed myself. But uh, I googled because I was trying to remember what that label was—the red label on top of the games that turned to twenty bucks—that I said was like game of the year, but not game of the year. So the greatest hits. They used to label games greatest hits. They're best sellers. And yeah, they would sell them for twenty bucks. Um, but no, I, I was gonna say, uh, it it sucks that. Um, you know, because because you're absolutely right. They don't even have to really try as hard, especially with multiplayer. And I, I think that goes back to my original statement about being lazy. Yeah, not all game developers are lazy, but um, I think you're right. I think they know they know they've got us. We we've hit this point where everything everything is DLC. Uh, I'd love to to give credit and a shout out to fucking Monster Hunter, Capcom with Monster Hunter. I think they have the best business model. Dude, because I I've only you know I've only been playing Monster Hunter World. I never really was one of the diehards. I never played them back in the past, like mm-hmm. a lot of my friends have. But apparently their model has always been this way. But they'll they'll release the game, and then they'll do large updates. And in those large updates, they'll add monsters. So it's it's you know like yeah okay maybe Iceborne was an expansion and it cost money. But even before Iceborne came out, the base game was adding monsters continuously. Content was still coming for free. For free. You had Kolb Teroth. You had uh, a whole bunch of new monsters. Devil Joe, they added. Um, the, the Final Fantasy stuff was all entirely yeah. free. They added Behemoth, and, and there's two and different the Witcher stuff. And, yeah. 
all, all the all the crossovers dude devil may cry mega man they did capcom crossovers it was just content for days and now iceborne came out and it's the same thing large yes, updates and that's 60 bucks what is 60 bucks to pick up iceborne right uh i think was iceborne a full 60 i thought it was, was 60 it, it might have been 40 i was gonna say if it's not 60 it was 40 i don't remember the price i haven't uh, yeah it i don't yet. i don't remember either but but I think my point is, I think they have a great business model to do it that way. Like, you know, yeah, they still released an expansion, but I like the fact that Iceborne as bucks. an expansion. Okay, it was. I like the fact that Iceborne as an expansion feels like an expansion, right? Like what I mean by that is I, I hate when there's like DLC or expansions and it doesn't add, uh, it, it doesn't add. So like if you were to look at a game as uh as like picture a ruler right in my opinion a a dlc or an add-on content something especially if it's going to cost me another 40 bucks should be another ruler right you should add length to whereas i feel like a lot of times dlc is adding lines to the already existing ruler does that metaphor yeah. make any yeah sense? so like, so so the base game is maybe let's say you know we're looking at on a 12 inch ruler the base game is six of that 12 inches. And then an expansion is another two inches of that six inches. So now we have eight inches uh, of the full 12 that we should have been getting. You know, now we're at eight inches with the base game that they released and the DLC. And, and you're saying with Monster Hunter World, you felt like you got all 12 inches, giggity, <laughs> uh, all 12 inches of the base game. And then they added 12 more inches with Iceborne. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel that. I, I I watch people play it and and it looks it looks fantastic. It really does. I it mean, is. they released a whole new area with all new monsters. And it's not just even the big game. It's not even the big monsters too. They, didn't they not release a whole bunch of new small enemies in the in the tundra area that they released yeah. and new weapons with new skills? Yep. A new armor sets, all this stuff. And I, I do I think it's a fulfilling new mechanics with the clutch claw, which adds new combos to each weapon and mm -hmm. how it plays. And and I think, you know, going back to Destiny, like that was my problem. Even as much as I loved the first one, they added uh, you know, like when we got to House of Wolves, which you mentioned Crota, I totally forgot about that entirely. But like when House of Wolves got added, they added the wreath and they added the bounties, but it didn't add length to that game. There was there was no extra ruler there was no extra distance there was not more i could do i think they added if i remember correctly there was a little bit of story and there was a couple new strikes um yeah which were like the missions you went on but but they, but like i said that maybe gave me a week and then and then what was left was the same game it's almost like they just modified things in the game but they didn't really give you new things you know what it is except for the raid they gave you the new raid but that's yeah. only good for so much because that's a weekly right you know in a, in a game like that that's you can only do that once a week so okay you spend your monday you knock out your weeklies and you're kind of done right well and then on top of that um i you know what i think it is 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 replay like replayability replay value like that's the difference between say monster hunter and destiny is that in monster hunter because it's a grind fest and because you need to farm out monster parts like yeah you might be doing the same shit in the same game but it's getting you something destiny doesn't have that you beat all your strikes you max out your 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 um your gear score your light level and then and you know you do the raid you get the raid gear you do all the strikes and now it comes down to, okay, I have my weeklies, but they don't give me anything. 
Yeah, it's and then all that's left is PvP. Yep, and you grind through them, and then you got nothing left, you know. Which, or or you don't even grind through them because there's no point because you have everything. Right. Which, by the way, speaking of PvP, was one thing about that game that I fucking despised. I don't know how the second one does it, but in the first one, um, when they had their exotic weapons, Mm -hmm. you had to in order to get them. So you you would get the exotic engram, and in order to unlock the engram and get the weapon, you had to do challenges. And each one had like five different challenges in order to get you you do one challenge and want to unlock another challenge. And then there'd be a certain amount per, depending on what the weapon was. And when you finished all the challenges, it would turn into the weapon. I hated that some of those challenges were, were like, do this in PVP. They were PVP exclusives. I'm like, fuck you. This yeah. is a PVE item that I want in PVP as a PV or PVE as a PVE player. I don't touch pvp because i don't like it and because i'm bad at it so now even even if i decide to bite the bullet and say you know i don't like pvp but i want to get this now i go into pvp but i suck at it so now it takes me forever to fucking do the challenge and and get it that seems incredibly unfair to me you're forcing me into pvp and i don't want to touch it that wasn't every engram. That wasn't every exotic. But yeah, I understand. You know, the fact that it's even on a few is kind of aggravating. Um, speaking of exotics, little sidebar. Uh, Gallahorn? You remember Gallahorn, right? The weapon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so week one of me getting the game, I got Gallahorn as my fir- like one of my first drops. Wasn't uh, that? Gallahorn was a rocket launcher, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a rocket launcher that shot off multiple missiles. Yeah, um, and the reason I remember that uh, Crota, uh, it was Crota Hand of Oryx. That was his name. I remember. Uh, uh, the reason I remember Crota is because everyone was like, "We need Gallahorn to do the raid." Like when it first came out, there was like, "It's a necessity." Like you cannot beat it without it. Like you could, but it was extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, and I had a Gallahorn, so we were just kind of going through it, and it was really cool. And all my friends were all mad at me because like. They're like, oh, we want Gallahorn. Like, it's like one of the top tier weapons at the time. And I come in and I get it in like two days, you know? I remember we're in a party chat. I'm playing on PS4 at the time. We're in a party chat. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, what's a yellow item? They're like, what'd you just get? I'm like, I don't know. I, I, something yellow. And I, I look and they're like, what is it? I'm like, good. Gallahorn, Gal Gallahorn. They're like, you got. Everyone starts freaking the fuck. You got Gallahorn. Well, you piece of shit. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. What, what is it? I don't, I don't understand. I don't even know what yellow means at this point in the game. I don't yeah. know what I got. And they're freaking out at me. And I'm like, guys, I don't even know what the hell this is. <laughs> uh, and then eventually, you know, eventually after playing, everyone had like three of them. That's right. You know, I remember. I remember the first raid. You could actually vault of glass. The very yeah, the very first boss. You could there was a cheese for months that they didn't patch that you could one shot it. I'm trying to remember how it worked. I think you like knocked it off a ledge, even though it was a floating ball. It like couldn't sit on a certain part of where you were fighting it. I'm trying to remember how it worked, but yeah, um, we used to get in groups with like with people that refused to do it properly it was like either we choose this or i'm not in your party i'm not fighting this boss 
And I remember me and Derek getting so mad about that because we're like, just fucking fight the motherfucker. Like, even even if we tried, you know, and then it's like the cheese fails and you're like, okay, just fight him regularly. And people are like, nope, nope, we can't do it. Doesn't work. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> the mechanics there for a reason. Like, yeah, like the game, like the, the raids were, once you learned the raids, they weren't that hard. No, no, I, I liked it a lot, dude. Vault of Glass was dope. Vault of Glass was a ton of fun. Yeah, the, I think the cheese was you like knocked him off the back platform as he was spawning. Like you jumped on it and knocked him off the back platform as he was spawning. Something and like he got that. like locked and then fell and then immediately died. Yeah. Um, or something of the sorts, but I do remember. I think he used like the hunter's alt to do it. Hunter was fucking busted. I love the hunter. Yeah, the 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 solar one. The um, what was it called? Gunslinger. Well, Gunslinger was the what was the alt called? I'm trying to remember. It was, it was uh, fire some I don't know fire gun something. It was something gun. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, solar gun something like that. I don't remember. I just remember he had a revolver and he had a sword. Yeah, and I, I picked Hunter up as my first my first guy because I had we had a Titan and a Warlock already, and I was like I'll just play Hunter like Hunter's cool. Yeah, you know? the, the Hunter's Void uh, tree was fucking sick. The skill when they released it. I don't. Yeah, I, like, I wasn't playing at that point. Hey, you got like a bow and arrow, and then the arrow you shot was like I think it's the same thing in two, but I think it happened in one first. I'm trying to remember. yeah, I don't know. But like that would have been cool if it was in the base game. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Eat what? that Activision Destiny Bungie. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I think it was a bow. taking it was bow. Okay. Yeah. yeah I think the. Her. I think the main thing is, is I would really like to see game devs pulling out, putting out fully fledged games like Monster Hunter World or Witcher. Yeah. You know, full fledged games. And if you want to release, I, listen, I have no problem paying for DLC that's worth the DLC. You know what I mean? Right. I have no problem paying for it. I have no problem dropping $40 on Iceborne. I mean, I will. I might eventually. I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I haven't yet, but that's not mean I'm opposed to it. I just right. I don't know really in the mood to play it. But. I have no problem doing that as opposed to spending $60 on, you know, a DLC that doesn't add anything or $30 on a DLC that doesn't add anything. Like give at least give me my money's worth of my content. And that's something that bugs me too, is we live in the game. We live in the era of downloadable content and yet Blizzard is still making Overwatch too. Yeah. Like yeah, that one makes no sense to. I and I, I know me and you were just talking about this the other day, but I don't understand why they do that. Like why? And I, well, uh, let me rephrase. I know why they're doing it. Yeah, they're doing it because they know say. people will buy it. They know people are going to sink into it, and they can add things. But we can. We live in a world where if you want to add in a story mode for your characters, you can probably patch it in. Yep. You know, or if you want to add in, you know, new skills, you can probably patch it. And maybe, maybe it's not justified. Like maybe if they want to do complete overhauls of a lot of characters, that would probably drive a lot of people away to say, okay, we have, I'm just going to throw Genji out there because I know his name and his ult is this, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't play Overwatch. But we want to change his ult to do this instead. If they change that in Overwatch 1, people would probably get really freaking pissed about it not just changing balances but like changing the actual full ult people would probably get upset about it mm, i don't know because 
champions get reworks all the time in MOBAs. And like, yeah, there's people that don't like the reworks. Um, but there's people that love them too. So, but there's a difference between a rework where you're like, okay, instead of giving you, you know, five percent, five seconds of invulnerability and thirty percent damage, we're going to give you three seconds of invulnerability and, you know, two percent damage or you know whatever. I'm throwing numbers out there. Nothing you know, a rework to patch. Two, two, it was, but two. Hey, we're going to make you do this instead and completely change it. Yeah, that's what a rework is. That's like League has changed. I don't know how many of their characters, how many times. Like, that's that's why not just release League of Legends 2? (laughs) (laughs) Don't put it past them, right? It's fucking stupid as shit. Well, the reason they don't do is because it's a free to play game. So, I, I, I think I, I'm not so much opposed to DLCs, or rather, I wouldn't be as opposed to them if they didn't like. It's unfortunate, right? Because video games already are so fucking expensive now. Like sixty dollars for a game, yeah, we all do it. Yeah, we all buy them. Yeah, we all play them. But it doesn't change the fact that it's fucking absurd, especially when they they never used to be that much. And I would argue that the older shit was better. Um, but I, I what sucks is it's already absurd at sixty dollars, and we all still buy it. But it shouldn't it shouldn't be sixty, especially if you're going to force feed me DLC. And then if that's the case, DLC 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 shouldn't be forty to sixty dollars. You know, like it's I, I think I would I would hate DLC less if if I felt like it was worth the cost or if the cost was lower and I felt more rewarded by it. You know, another good example is like you look at fighters, like when I bought Dissidia. Or even Super Smash Brothers, um, which will probably be a lot more relatable to people than Dissidia. But you know, it's it's a it, they're fighting games, and so the season pass isn't new content. It's not a new story. It's not a new weapon. Whatever. It's it's new fighters for the game, and I think it's absolutely absurd for each character to cost more than you know for it to be a five dollar value. Like Smash, five dollar value, perfect. Boom, new character, five bucks. Season pass, get all of them for what would be the equivalent of five dollars each. Usually they do it for cheaper too. Yeah. Dissidia, if I remember correctly, no one quote me on this because again, I don't want to talk out my ass, but if I remember correctly, I paid thirty dollars for the uh season pass, and it was six characters, so that was five bucks a piece. But what irritated me about Dissidia. And so so Smash did this too, but the difference was this, right? So Smash Smash said, hey, buy our fighters pass and you get the next five fighters as they come out. Didn't know who they were going to be. So you took the risk in buying that. Yes. But Smash released their five fighters relatively quickly. Right? Dissidia. Uh, they still haven't released their fifth fighter. Yeah, they did. We had Hero, Joker, Banjo, and Byleth. And Terry. And Terry. Oh, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot Terry. Plus, per- plus Piranha Plant was free. Piranha Plant was free and so, uh, for, pre- for pre-order people. That's right, because the next character of Fighters Pass 2 right. is the arms. So... That being said, they did it rel- even still, relatively quickly. Yeah, they right. did. Mm-hmm. How, long, how long has Brawl been out now? I'm so sorry. Ultimate. Uh, A year? Okay. So even more to my point, let's say the fifth fighter hadn't come out yet. Okay. Dissidia came out 
of the fighters pass. We didn't see the first new character until multiple months later. And then based on the math, we weren't going to get all of the new fighters for a couple of years. And that's almost how long it took them. And then on top of that, all the people they added were incredibly disappointing because if you're if you're a final fantasy fan there were there were people that everyone was excited to see and there were people let, let's back up and say this for starters there were people from the previous game that weren't into Cydia, uh nt the newest one so like like i played duo decim which was the the psp version mm-hmm. that was phenomenal and big name people that you would expect that were in Duodecim were not in Dissidia and Tia on release. So like on release, Tifa was not a character. Laguna was not a character. And they were previously in Duodecim, so you know they had them. And obviously a big name like Tifa, like how is she not? So you sit there and you go, okay, one of two things is going to happen and both of these things suck. Either one, she's not going to be in this game, or two, she's going to be one of the fighters I paid for and I shouldn't have had to pay for her. Why was she not in this game? So then they they released the first five fighters and it was like no one gave a fuck. One thing I couldn't understand. Well, I shouldn't say no one gave a fuck. A couple of people were really excited about how they played, but people were like... They added people from the MMOs over people from that... like story games. Yeah, and that, that doesn't make any fucking i said it the day it came out i said it and i still say it It doesn't make any sense to me i i don't like i played through Shadowbringers, and i thought it was phenomenal it's probably the only time i've ever avidly paid attention to what the story is in an mmo um and i would argue is one of the best final fantasy games i've ever played but i still don't care if ishtola is in a fucking fighter like Especially over someone like Tifa. Right. You know. So I I just and so so then you get to a point where it doesn't feel like it was worth your money. And so it's like, okay, cool. You made me pay $60 for the game. Then I had to pay $30 for the season pass. And so now, like, like this is for me personally, right? Now I'm $90 invested in game I don't play because it flopped hard. Yeah. I think I think the bottom line for us is if you promise something, if you promise something, deliver on it. You know, don't cut us short of what you give us. I would almost prefer half-assed promises. Like like we promise it's going to be multiplayer and then like the multiplayer is kind of shit, but it's still there and you guys can fix it later, then we promise it's going to be multiplayer and there's no multiplayer. You know what I mean? I would almost prefer that. Right. Um, so, so give us what you game devs, give us what you tell us you're going to give us, you know, even, and we were just talking about this one with Final Fantasy seven, even if you have to delay the game a little bit, I personally am okay with that. And I know there's a lot of people who disagree. I would rather have the game come out, especially with something like Final Fantasy seven remake and do it right and make it enjoyable than have it come out early. And, and, and we're sitting here going, what the fuck? Yeah. And two, I'll pay for DLC. Just give me my money's worth. Make sure I'm getting a good amount of content for 
the money. And and if you're doing something like a fighter's pass, you know, put it out in a reasonable time. You don't have character one in development by the time you release your game. So in two months, you can release your first character and people will have something new. You know? You know, and I know that doesn't work for, you know, big DLCs like they do with like Borderlands and things like that where they add whole new stories. It doesn't always work like that. You know, sometimes you got to wait a little bit longer and that's okay. But it goes back to one, if you have to delay it to make it worth my money, I'm okay with that. I will revisit the game if it hooks me in the first place. Yeah, see, and that's another good point too. Like with Borderlands, those DLCs are not $40. They're like 15 Which DLCs? A- a- any like a- DLC, uh, Borderlands One, Borderlands Two, and now Borderlands Three. Any oh, DLC oh, you're talking about the Borderlands is... DLCs. Yeah, they're f- yeah, they're fifteen bucks. Yeah, and like they're cool stories, and like they're not they're not super long, you know, but they're they're interesting enough where I come back into the game and I'll play it. You well, know, Borderlands Two had uh, so one of the greatest characters in Borderlands Two was Tiny Tina, and they released a DLC where she's narrating a D and D campaign. To the original characters and you play in the campaign mm-hmm. and then all the all the creatures are like dnd creatures you like fight skeleton warriors and shit and like she's narrating your playing it's fucking hysterical that is multiple hours worth of content that is a game extension and it's probably the greatest thing they've ever done I I would have look straight up. I would have paid thirty bucks for that, and it wasn't thirty. That's what I'm talking about. I want that kind of value. I want to I want to feel like not only did I get my money's worth, but I want to feel like they gave me a deal. Like, yeah, and I think that's what makes good game companies. You know, like down. let's look at CD Projekt Red. People are like, I'm so. People are nervous about Cyberpunk. We know Cyberpunk has been delayed. We know it's coming out. It was supposed to come out what August? September now. Yeah, but it was supposed supposed to come come out April. It was supposed to come out two weeks ago on my birthday. Okay. So we know Cyberpunk is coming out and it got delayed. And I'm okay with it being delayed because you know what? I hope I I would hope that it's gonna make the game more complete than if they rushed it. But I'm not worried about it to begin with because it's CD Project Red and their track history with games is phenomenal. Yeah. You can look at you can look at Witcher three. I mean, you easily could probably sink a hundred hours into that game with all the side quests and all the stuff to explore and the main story and everything, and get a hundred hours of that. And then you drop DLCs, and I don't know what the DLCs cost, but from from what they what they seem to be are like fully fledged stories, like thirty hours. Well, yeah, shit. Look at it this way: no one's gonna make a Netflix series based off a game that bombs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, that's a good way to put it too. But like, that's that's what I'm talking about. And people are nervous about about Cyberpunk. I don't, no, I'm not nervous about it at all. I think that game's going to do phenomenal. Um, one last thing before we sign off, I think is fucking hysterical. We're over here ranting about No Man's Sky, and I've not even heard anyone mention the game in probably since the update. I'm looking on my second monitor. Someone I follow just booted up No Man's Sky. <laughs> I <laughs> I still see people play it from time to time. You know. Don't but again, be. to me it personally left a bad taste in my mouth after yeah. haven't like I would love to be able to dive into the game and play the new updates, but it personally has just kind of like 
I have no interest. I have no interest. Not Had they released that when it came out, like, you know, certain, some of the stuff when it came out, I'd be like, okay, cool. New update. Let's go. That's not the way it is. Lazy developers. Yeah, lazy developers. Easy, sleazy developers. And and again, not all developers are. So if you're out there and you're a game game dev and you're listening to this and you're offended, please don't take it personally because I don't mean you. Unless you are a lazy piece of shit. In unless case. you work for Activision. Yeah, or you. Yeah, or you work. Or for EA. You know, look, I don't understand why. I really, I don't understand why EA gets as much hate as they do for for performance. As a yes, as a company, they are shit. But the difference between Activision and EA is that Activision tends to make shitty stuff. I don't really feel like I've ever had a problem with an EA game. Or make okay stuff, but they charge for literally everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they're <laughs> but there's again they're sleazy. We have already like you, know, you could take you could take your burger meme and put it as an EA meme and literally change like nothing about it, and it would still be the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Like everything's just an extra five ninety nine. I'm over it. Like and and like it again. It falls back to it's stuff that should have already been there, right? Yeah. Like I'm not paying five ninety nine for multiplayer. I don't know if they've actually done that, but I'm just yeah. me, you know memeing about it. But. Yeah, I get you. Anyway, that wraps it up for this episode. Hey, yeah, I think you, we're good. You, you got your tangent done, man. Did you get enough of your tangent out? You feel better? Weight I, off your shoulders. Do. People are gonna think I'm like the worst person. I mean, you are kind of the worst person. But... <sighs> That's not though. I'm a good dude. I just don't like being lied to, abused, and robbed. Yeah. If you're a game developer out there and you're you're creating a game, come talk to us. We'll we'll talk to you. We'll tell you what to do. And <laughs> if you're a game developer and you agree with what I said, please reach out to me because I would love to have someone that agrees with me. I don't, want to, that I don't field. want to feel like we're on the wrong side of the fence here. I, I mean, I I feel like an asshole for starting my tangent with false information, but at least I corrected myself. Yeah, I mean, you caught yourself, so that's okay. You know. Still, anyway. I mean, ninety percent of your conversation holds up with or without. Yeah. With or without. So you want to sign us off, bud? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. This has been another episode of the Co-op Couch. We will see you next time. If you would like to see more of either of us, we'll put our Twitch links down below. And if you have anything else you would like to contribute, please flood those comments. We'll see you guys next time.